ഹായ് ആൻഡ് വെൽക്കം ടു ബാംഗ്ലൂർ ബിറ്റ്സ് ഹലോ സുബു ഹായ് ഗുഡ് സോ ലുക്കിംഗ് ഫോർവേഡ് ടു ഓസ്ട്രേലിയ ടു ബാംഗ്ലൂർ Okay, let's see. So what are we talking today? I don't know, you suggested something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, it's been like uh, quite a while that we touched upon on the I- IoT topic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, and I, I know I think the IoT ASCII has been sort of losing momentum. Uh, I, I wouldn't <coughs> say losing momentum, I would say like people are taking it little, okay, like let's go a little slow on this. Okay. Yeah. Are, they, are the realities settling? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it had so much of expectations, they thought it can do so much things, it's going to just explore the world. Yeah. I mean, they, they were just <coughs> kind of into that whole, what do you say, that cycle, right? Yeah, right. I think now... Talking about billions of devices, trillions of devices <laughs> and all that stuff. <laughs> Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, but I mean, there are some interesting use cases that are coming in, both the consumer and the industrial automation. Uh, may I, like we said last, last time also, more than consumer, I think the industrial automation is something which will be the first one to adopt. <coughs> right. Uh, so, I thought we'll uh, touch base on the, on the do-it-yourself kits. Right. Right? Okay. Um, so, somebody who wants to um, do some small tasks, uh, automated. Mm-hmm. uh what all things they can essentially look at uh mm-hmm. I, i know there are many out there so maybe we can touch base on few things and talk about some potential use cases like maybe at your home project or yeah. maybe small automation stuff so what are the tools you know which are at least quite popular or cheaper or easier yeah okay and uh, the the diy diy kits for iot has been there for some time maybe 2 or 3 years mm-hmm. now in the market i think raspberry pi kind of started out this initiative and then uh, so many other uh, uh, hardware manufacturers moved into this space uh, which is like very unlikely of like uh, non intel based companies which is just moved in into the space first so i've seen uh, kits from raspberry pi which should be like about 30 35 kit which you can buy from <coughs> yeah from element uh, elementary right so element element 14 yeah something like that so i mean uh, so this kits basically give you on a basic hardware and then so you do have some kind of gpio pins where and you will be able to buy additional modules and then plug them in and then uh you can load a, i mean the out of the box os what raspberry pi gives or or you can have right. your own custom linux kernel and stuff like that so after that uh you can buy those additional uh hardware modules which are compatible with raspberry pi for additional fee and then just put them in jop pins and then you can start programming them so raspberry pi is one of them and then adafruit is another one so you talked about this uh the breadboard and pins right. now right so how easy is it to do for let's say somebody who's pretty new to this uh, but he is sort of excited to try something yeah okay uh, is it like does it require like soldering and 
No, okay. soldering is not required actually. The the all the boards, uh, most of the boards comes with the out uh, the J, GPIO pins. I mean, okay. which is very basically like you buy additional module and then just plug it into them actually. So it is like simple as that. But the 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 thing is that you I mean I, I mean if you want to really look at it in terms of. Uh, how the, the 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 stuff emerging is something like wherein uh, the the complexity lies on the in terms of the loading software drivers and, yeah, right, and yeah. the kind of a stack which you want to load on them and then program them so that is where the complexity really lies actually okay so i mean like raspberry pi is one uh, then adafruit and then intel has their own edition uh, if i'm not wrong it is called edison yeah right yeah, yeah. And uh, there are different companies which are um, doing it, but all I mean, more or less every other manufacturer out there are using some kind of an ARM variant, which is like two two thirty three or two thirty three megahertz ARM seven or six. I don't remember exactly. Uh, and then which comes with bunch of sensors like Bluetooth LE, which is like your Bluetooth right. and Wi-Fi, and then uh, other modules basically built in with them. Mm. And Raspberry Pi even can also do some amount of video encoding and stuff like that. So, so I mean, like, there are some newer boards which even come with their own LTE radios built in and stuff like that. So, they're kind of improving. Uh, I think the board starts somewhere between anywhere between thirty-five dollars to seventy-five on a bare bone, and then from there you have so many accessories which you can just buy them. And just plug that them, plug them in, and then start your own programming and stuff like that. But all these boards, I mean, the problem what I see, I mean, this even though it has been there in the market for quite some time, the problem I see is that there is no single operating system or on a developer stack which is like the standard across wherein you will be able to just load them and then start working. Which is something, and a OS which is like Android is missing here is what something I feel actually. Right. Okay. Uh, but there are a lot of this uh, IoT platforms, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, who are providing them sort of a kit, I believe. Ah, okay. Uh, which are like uh, you can take any of these boards, like Arduino or uh, yeah, Raspberry Pi, right. and then you can pretty much hook in into their cloud platform, and then you right, can, right. whatever the values you get out of these sensors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, drivers, yes, maybe it's a it's a still an issue. Yeah. Uh, but I think once you cross that, I think the cloud connectivity seems to be uh, pretty easy there. Yeah, I think I mean the one of the key driver for IoT device to succeed is basically the 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 cloud component, which is basically like in terms of how do we. I mean, the cloud basically stitches the hardware and software part. So, this DIY kits without a cloud component is not going to succeed that much. Right. Uh, so that is where uh, some of these components, which are uh, like Google, I think, has their own IoT kit based on BeagleBond. Uh, they released in two thousand fifteen or fourteen. I mean, sixteen. I don't remember exactly. Uh, remember before? I mean, like. Uh, which was like basically driving their cloud platform which is basically in terms of like if you want to use the Google IoT infrastructure wherein take the data from these sensors and then stream that to them and stuff like that so I, I mean in market you have all kinds of uh, kits are there uh, but again like if you're doing an, any hobbyist project and then if you want to have something like an infrastructure like Google or something may not be the first step you will go right, right? 
okay. you will probably uh, do want to try it out something of your own and then uh, do things and stuff like that so i mean like you said like i mean azure also has microsoft azure also has some amount of uh, uh, hardware kits based on intel edison if i'm not wrong and stuff like that so i mean all these cloud platform providers also trying to push a little bit of hardware uh, but uh, like i said no i mean the the important key configuration i mean the important key component here is that the cloud thing which basically stitches the whole thing actually okay so uh, this company which i was mentioning was zibly uh-huh. uh, which was actually giving a sort of iot platform uh, where you can i think they are also giving kits for uh, different uh different i mean this kind of hardware uh, uh, yeah. right for arduino or uh, okay <coughs> raspberry pi so it's a cloud sdk you get uh, yeah okay i mean a cloud connectivity part is what they handle okay uh, but obviously how do you read it from it and uh, yeah. from the sensors is still yeah so you need to have your own stack of operating system Correct. loaded into it as so uh, there was this other company uh, which is uh, i don't know if you have seen called little bits Yeah, uh, that is pretty interesting. Though maybe is pos- is is probably targeted for kids. Uh-huh. Uh, I think so. Uh, but I think the key thing what they are doing is uh, they they come with this. I mean, ship all those different components, mm-hmm. uh, which also includes the sensors and then the board and everything. Okay. Uh, the key part is like you don't need any soldering or right. buying other board. These are like snapping controllers. Oh, right. Okay. So if you want like say uh, like a temperature sensor for example or a touch sensor, whatever it is, okay. they all can be just snapped in. Oh, right. Okay. And then you can uh, once you snap in, they have a cloud connector, okay. and then you can do some interesting stuff. They also yeah. give you a lot of recipes on uh-huh. things to do like. fun projects or maybe little serious projects True. so i think i mean that makes sense actually because the 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 snap raspberry pi and the beagle board are like the kind of diy kit 1.0 and the thing which you are referring like little bits and i also remember uh, sometime back uh, there's another company which has launched something called a mesh uh, <coughs> which is very similar to what you are suggesting uh, which comes with a set of bunch of uh, Uh, accessories which is like uh, along with the mobile app and the cloud infrastructure hmm. so you just buy the accessories which are like in terms of uh, uh, this is just kind of a buttons wherein you just take them which is like very similar to the idea of what uh, amazon dash button so yeah. you have something like in a sensor which is like it's, it's a small kind of on a button where you put them in the door and anybody opens the door it can send an alert alert to a cloud platform Oh, okay so what the, is the name is mesh mesh product, yeah <laughs> so they also have some other other components like in terms of like uh, a button where it can just look i mean monitor the weather and so many other things so it is like similar idea like the diy kit what you suggest mm-hmm. like wherein uh, the lot of these underneath operating system and other uh, other configurations and stack which you need to load and program has been kind of hidden and then wherein a dev is given more like an sdk like how you do a mobile development today you just take the sdk integrate that with your app and then you are good to go so hardware is automatically aware of the cloud and it knows the sensor and then how the, with the help of api you will be able to access your own hardware and stuff like that so i think that's a better uh, model of diy kits because I, even if we look at it something like 
uh, said 15 years back we used to uh, assemble pc components and then load operating systems and drivers and stuff like that i don't think anyone is interested to do that now actually you just go buy a mac or you buy a mobile phone they do automatically do an out of the box updates and everything so it doesn't the, the the diy kits i think it needs to come something like what you said like wherein you need to have those cloud components coming in uh, wherein it comes with a nice sdk where it is aware of the hardware and i think that is because i i'm not really interested i i mean like the generation after us i'm not sure they will be interested to buy go buy pc components assemble them yeah, yeah, install yeah, yeah. an operating system drive i don't think anybody is interested yeah. in doing that even even if you are a dev i don't think you are interested to do that now actually and it doesn't make sense to invest that kind of a time and money uh, on doing that because you're not leading anywhere actually right and uh, so and possibly you're not learning anything yeah absolutely you're just basically yeah. and i mean you're trying to reassemble yeah, yeah. like small driver related issues can yeah. drive you nuts actually. yeah exactly and it's of no use to anyone actually right. yeah. and couple of generations of the hardware moving up and then all the skills you have it just becomes waste actually i think i, I think the diy kits which is evolving like you said and the mesh and other guys even i think the dash buttons from amazon is also to some amount of is really really attractive because of this reason i said mm-hmm. like the buttons are already cloud aware and then you have your own programmable interfaces which are available and then you take care of doing it you 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 are in a position where you are just your application development takes care of the hardware and the cloud component and then you're good to go with your use cases and stuff like that okay i think so what is interesting for amazon to give this is just a the dashboard yeah no i think the dashboard is there from their point of view i think they are moving it as like uh, to how do we make them the buying decisions uh, at your home as like no i mean i understand the original uh, dashboard buttons which are like branded as they sell correct uh, definitely makes sense but the, but the whole idea has been taken by other companies like in terms of mesh if you look at i don't know whether they inspired by that or not but i think at looking at from far away here uh for me it looks like the the whole idea has been kind of uh, hmm. elevated from the dashboard and is actually because you are developing something like a small modular components which are already cloud aware and you just assemble them using an sdk and stuff like that i think that is how the diy diy kits needs to move ahead because it doesn't make really sense for me to sit and load operating system from right, ground yeah. up and then build the dev stack i mean you pretty much move move the code on to the cloud right? yeah yeah i mean basically you just put the sensor which which has a inherent cloud connectivity right you do the rest on the cloud yeah and then if if i'm a dev i need to have the building blocks as an sdk and then use my that sdk in my programmable language or or the projects which i'm doing it and that makes it much more easier and attractive for me to do much faster because uh if if we are to go via route like raspberry pi or beagle board then they are bare bone uh, they are like you have to load the stack and then they also lead to inconsistency patch updates and everything is like and then security is another big issue hmm. for in that case like i mean there are like so many issues which are i think uh, if we have those diy kits which are moving in this direction i think that makes much more sense because the security can be taken care by the by the provider automatically and it can be update the firmware with the ota and stuff like that which is like buying going to an apple store and buying a mac like i mean 
which comes with the kind of package thing and right, right, yeah. take it from there and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, we remember, we also talked about uh, uh, another DIY kit for toys, right? You remember, like, wherein, uh, the, the, when we did an episode on AI. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there are like certain uh, where you just buy those uh, independent accessories like a Lego blocks and then put right. them on toys. And the traditional analog toys can automatically become Correct, yeah. digital and stuff like that. So, I think those are the kind of, I mean, DIY kits is what, I think moving forward, I think that will also help much. But as a, uh, as a consumer tech, have you seen any interesting uh, use cases for IoT on a day-to-day basis? On a do-it-yourself do sort of area? Do-it-yourself or like out-of-the-box, I mean like out-of-the-box products? Yeah, something. somehow that uh, whole excitement seems to have slowly, I mean, died on. Mm-hmm. Right? Or maybe it has settled in, uh, people, maybe people don't really care. Uh, but I think there were so many different different projects and ideas which I used to see maybe a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. Uh, things like even as simple as um, automatically watering your pots, right. uh, things like that. Right? Yeah. For example, I think th- those are all. Yeah, I mean, the, some reason it's all. Yeah, like, they, they they are exciting, and I mean, like, and I think the 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 space has a lot of potential. It's just that matter of time and. Uh, and the kind of uh, standards needs to evolve basically and I was just pretty much uh, hoping that Google will uh, propel their V1 Brillo very fast but unfortunately I mean the the announcement came maybe two years back or one and a half years back I don't remember exactly Uh, but I don't think it is still out of beta actually (laughs) yeah I mean even simple things uh, like the ring doorbell if you have seen as a company I think it's probably acquired by some data now Okay. Uh, those are products which are not even entering in India, right? Yeah, and uh, the cost of uh, cost of uh, correct. Is very and I think that those makes a lot of sense for India, where uh, it's like in so many independent houses where yeah. you can actually there's a big market out there. Yeah, absolutely, the security side, security, yeah, security side, and also it's probably much more easier to install. You don't yeah. need any big uh, skill to install it. Correct. Yeah. So, I don't know why they are not catching up here actually. I think the cost of entry because it's like if you, I don't know how many will be ready to buy $175 hmm. of uh, camera based glass system. I mean. <laughs> and somebody can steal it and go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so coming back to the, the promise why I thought Brillo and Weave had much better is that because I was thinking, I mean, at least based on the initial announcements. Uh, they were looking at a uh, they were looking at a similar model like Android, mm-hmm. wherein uh, wherein they developed the operating system stack as well the OTA and everything will be taken care of by Google. Right. So independent of all these ARM based boards, can just load Brillo and Weave uh, into into their software stack and then so so that kind of would have just propelled the development much faster actually because I mean it just based on single operating system and and dev stack tool you are evolving. Um, I'm sure it will come back, but I'm not really sure why it's just it has gone into such a slow development mode. As well. Yeah, I think some of those interesting uh, I mean, projects are kind of not there anymore, right? Or maybe uh, I think the whole industry itself is probably sinking in and understanding what is that they can do next. 
Yeah, but I, I, but IoT as, as, as a concept, I think it's got a lot more potential. Especially in industrial IoT, I think we will see a lot more impact in next maybe year or two actually. I, mean, I, 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 I don't see any problem in especially automation coming in. Hmm. Uh, the IoT will probably play a much larger role in terms of how it can intuitively basically just drive the automation uh, with the help of sensors and stuff like that. I mean, then that's absolutely a lot. I mean, there are a lot more potential there than anything else actually. But uh, so, uh, are you also seeing a lot of excitement around this DIY kits? Because I see the DIY kits are kind of probably just kind of lost its fizz out actually. I mean, yeah, that is true. That's what the trend yeah. we are also seeing. Yeah. So I think the the whole. It's it's lot more work in terms of what you can do with those. Uh, yeah. But I I mean like the examples you said like dashboard and or mesh or like little what is it little bits little bits little bits. Okay. I think those would sound. Hey, little bits is definitely a very fun thing for especially if you have kids. kids yeah. Uh, or little grown ups, not for very small kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will definitely love uh, yeah. doing something like that, right? Uh-huh. Okay. So. I thought I'll we'll just briefly touch upon this, uh, right. and uh, anyway, I think dash button uh, is is something which I personally wanted to yeah. buy and try. Yeah, dash button and echo is something which I really wanted to buy actually. Yeah, echo may not be, but I am <laughs> kind of seeing what is a dash button I can do with something. Right. Okay. Predetermined actions I can do. Yeah, I mean dash button need not be e-commerce thing actually. Like you can do what lot more whatever you would like to do right. as a function. If it's just up to your imagination as it is. Yeah, I think it's it's an analog interface for a digital basically. Right, <laughs> and especially if uh, I mean if you. Get something and think in your own, your home in your own home. Right? Yeah. There are so many things which you can actually very simply uh, automate using them. Yeah, I mean, one one of the interesting project I saw was that uh, there's a guy uh, who open source the code also. Uh, he basically built an uh, like an alarm system for an old age person. So uh, the dashboard is given to him on the on his wrist actually. Oh. Just wears it. So whenever he feels like he has to call someone, like basically, he just presses the dashboard. So he just right, yeah. triggers a mobile alert. Uh, whether you are there in the home or outside, uh, you have certain amount of indication that that person is needing something or something. So you can just. Those are so many uh, interesting stuff people do with the <coughs> dashboard. Actually, though, I mean, Amazon is driving it for e-commerce. So, right, yeah. I think uh, the branding aspect of Amazon is. It's probably interesting, uh, but I still don't uh, don't know whether putting a dash button everywhere. Well, I mean, where are really put, right? But I, I think that's maybe all for big ticket items makes sense. But I, I but all IoT is moving in that space actually. Mm-hmm. So we will buy smaller hardware, which has got its own independent okay. Wi-Fi modules. Are. But if you want to buy grocery, how many dash buttons will you put in your home? So yeah, so that that's difficult. But uh, when, like yeah, things like for example, if I want to replenish my soap powder or yeah uh, maybe that's what right so which are attached to a current to a machine yeah maybe makes sense. makes sense but i think at the same time they amazon also looking at in terms of how do we subsidize that with the manufacturer like with the yeah. and gamble or hll or something like right? so if they can do that successfully then uh, then you get the dash buttons free of course so you don't pay for that but I mean, end of the day, you don't know whether you buy a Procter and Gamble aerial or something. But <laughs> you get the buttons free. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and just fun, I think. Yeah. <laughs> 
So those are interesting models which are evolving. I mean, though they may not. I mean, you. you I don't know whether because it's and the the lines are blurring so much with their what you can call as IoT or non-IoT is like kind of. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, so I think that's pretty much it. All right. So that's about it. Bye bye. We'll talk next week. Bye.